Hello everyone, coming up on today's episode of the Irish Rally Podcast, we talk about the Irish competitors in Rally de Capital, some more news regarding the Wexford Rally and plenty more, all in association with Noel Hutton Cross Repairs, Ballin County Carlo. You're very welcome to the latest episode of the Irish Rally Podcast. We are over in the Beverly Hills of Carlo here, Valley Moon. <laughs> And I'm joined by Ted Shocknessy, Terence Shocknessy, and Ted Shocknessy to, to Manny as well, or simply known just as Ted. Um, thanks for having me over, first of all, Ted. Um, we're, off no to, we're off to a flying start with this, with this podcast. Um, the, whole, the whole country's talking about it, and it's great. And I suppose the big thing for me on a personal level in setting it up was to put Irish Rally, and I won't say on the map because lots of people doing lots of good work, but to give people something to listen to on, on a weekly basis. And I'm sure it was a frustration of yours among many people that the sport probably didn't get enough recognition through through certain aspects of media particularly radio yeah well yeah very true i suppose when you look at it in lots of aspects or it does uh, it does do a lot for certain areas and brings a good bit of uh, revenue to counties and that okay albeit one day a year or whatever but um yeah for the effort that goes into it i suppose yeah the reward of it for media wise has never been up there much yeah, but like, I mean, you go back there 10, more than more than 10 years ago, even to this day, you go back 20 years ago, 25 years ago, and 30 years ago, it was huge. Like, you had massive um, TV coverage, and you regularly hear the updates on, on your two FMs and all, and all these stations when Rally the Lakes was on, the Car 20 was on. Just doesn't seem to be there to that level. No, that's true, but you, uh, I remember when Frank Maher had, um, should know his name now, the radio presenter that navigating with him he brought a good bit of it to radio that time and then even you had at that stage the circuit of ireland and all that time was full five days covering the whole of ireland and i suppose it landed like a circus i suppose in a lot of ways for places and it brought a bit of enjoyment when you look back at the old videos and look at the crowds that were standing on ditches and that you just don't see that anymore which yeah. is a pity like yeah um I don't know why, I suppose, I don't know, it's hard to explain, just, I seem to lose that pizzazz or character about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's mad considering we have, we have, um, you know, drivers competing on the world stage and we're going to talk about the, the rally, the Roma Capital as well, which is mm. on this weekend, which is serious competitors over there, but it's mad, you think of Breen and Meek in particular and Callum Devine making the push and like it's a bit of a disservice to like of them who are competing on the world stage when we have people across all other sports getting coverage the whole time true but I'd say there's probably even legend rallying don't realise they're out this weekend yeah you know it's the fact that we're in an age of such public knowledge and social media and not in secret anymore or sacred or whatever you want to put it it's still hard to imagine that that rally is going on and there isn't much about it mm. um, again can't answer on that one just yeah I don't know where it's just losing that little bit of yeah. push. Well, look, we'll push what we can to, to try and bring it back anyway. Yeah. Um, how, how have you found this year yourself? I know you had plans to do Carlo. Um, it's, it's a mad time we're in. Wexford, as we, as we said last week in the episode of Stephen Murphy, is going ahead. Where, where do you stand kind of on the whole COVID thing? Should we, should we be driving at all this year or navigating? <laughs> as I said to you, I don't know. It's hard to know. It, I'm up in the air about it. As I said, you know, one, we pulled it for foot and mouth, which wasn't life-threatening. And I think it gave people a chance. It was a, it was a simple, that's it, we're gone for the year. Everyone knew where they stood. 
possibly maybe should have done stood on the ground done the same thing for this year and allowed people right well at least we know now where we stand that's it you could have gone whatever money you were spending rallying this year you could have went to your car or whatever you could have stripped it at least knowing that right a date suddenly going to appear there's a whole lot of ways of looking at you're put it is putting pressure on organizers trying to keep locals residents health and safety i know look it's it's it is our sport at the end of the day and yes it would be great to see it up and run but i just think under a simpler clearer way forward yeah. now i don't know how to do it or can't give you the answer to that one but i just think possibly maybe just said right take your whatever at least have clear fresh plans or let some other events run you know wherever it is yeah and um see how they run and see what happens see what comes of it because yeah. the last thing we want we can't annoy our residents without residents we can't pass the roads yeah. the roads we can't rally yeah because it's hard enough to canvas in normal circumstances people have oh. to be the arm has to be twisted a lot of the time oh it does yeah like yeah. I mean, I've seen it on all angles that between I've navigated I've assisted I've done COC and yeah it is it can be tricky at times and there is times when you walk it down that road and you have to walk around it but you can't go in bullheaded you have to sorry. yeah yeah you know we do need we do need a residence at the end of the day. Do you know if the boys don't extra get any hardship with that at the moment or how they're getting on with it? No, I couldn't answer that. I haven't it yeah. soon now. Yeah. As I say, hopefully not now. And hopefully, see the other side of the two is maybe residents might like to see a bit of something happening around. Yeah. yeah. But at least if you're getting that from the residents, well then, ha- yeah, great. You have them on your side. Once, once the people are, once the locality is on your side, you'll work through it. Yeah. It's kind of limited that bit as well because we, we got news during the week. Um, that there's no overseas competitors allowed us. So anyone that's basically on the island of Ireland, essentially, that mm. is allowed to compete in the event. But I suppose that's, um, it takes a little bit from it. It's understandable, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like, geez, there's some old lads from Wales in particular who oh, still coming there's, over there's, for it. Usually some great characters come from Wales. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic characters come from Wales. And like, they came to support Carlo as well. We've had some great competitors. Like, I'd say we could have had, on years, I'd say we could have had up to 25 Welsh competitors. Mm. You know, and you take, their navigator and their service crew, that's 80, 100, 150 odd people landing from Wales. It's a nice, you know, they're bringing, they're bringing a bit of crack, they're bringing a few pounds, they're bringing something to keep the area alive. Mm. So, yeah, it is a great, it is a blow that they can come. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, I mean, it's such a, an easy event for them to get there as well with Ross Lair, I suppose. Oh, sure, especially Wexford, like, sure. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They could nearly hit cruise control from the boat and stop the park permit. You look at it then and you look and you see the airport and the volume of people coming and going. And I was actually up in Glendalough last weekend. And I tell you, the amount of people from other countries there was unnatural. And you can bet your bottom dollar that most of them weren't residents like. So oh. you think about it in that, in that, in that aspect. Yeah, I know. And I, and I agree 100%. No, I do think it should be. I don't know how, again, I do think should be a police a little more. But again, the fact that they'll come in around, they can come to wherever, they'll come to Kilmore Key, they'll come to Rossler Harbour, they'll come wherever. But if the rally runs and a case breaks out, I can guarantee the rally will be the one that'll be blamed. Yeah, and who knows, it could jeopardise it even next year, say, when things are going. Wexford could be no more because of it, arguably. Like, you could make that case. You could, yeah. You know? And as uh, so keep, so just to keep yourself as clean and clear as possible. Yeah, and it's plain and simple as that. But yeah. it is. It's the it's the tourist traveling through, mm. stopping somewhere. Could be your host and 
bring God the whole, bring the whole, bring the whole thing down, as the as the fellow said. Having said that, as you mentioned at the start of the program, we do have a number of competitors in action in the Rally de Roma Capital this weekend. It did kick off yesterday. Um, we're recording, I suppose, just just for the record, we are here on a Saturday morning, and things will be will be getting underway in anger today, um, with that event properly. Um, a number of competitors. Uh, Aaron Johnson sitting there with Oliver Solberg was it was a big one that jumped out uh, in the in the polo or five Solberg. Well, once they run themselves, I'm sure Petter has something to do with it somehow yeah. or another. Um, Callum Devine through Motorsport Ireland with, with Brian Hoy in the I20 R5. I think um, Philip Case is um, that, yeah. is is the is the brains behind that this weekend mm-hmm. um, as well. Uh, Craig Breen, of course, with Paul Nagel also in an R5. He's under the the team MRF Tires. Um, this weekend, uh, you have another Motorsport Ireland Rally Academy and Will, Will Creighton and Liam Regal in a Fiesta R4. Jeff Case, of course, brother of Philip, is navigating for Parik Duffy and Captain McCourt is there with uh, Barry McNulty. So we're there talking about Wexford in one hand and uh, listen, yeah. I'm not saying a word again, the boy is over in Rally de Roma, fair play to them and all that. Yep. <laughs> Funny one though when you think about it. Like. Yeah, but like again, it's... The world is affected, but the world must move on. And that's yeah, yeah. Again, just again back to what I'm saying. If all the precautions are taken and taken correctly, it can work. Yeah. Um, and again, hopefully they'll come back safe anyway. First yeah. start, and hopefully they'll have a boondoon over there too. Uh, I only looked at a bit of the launch last night, and um, uh, on I was actually on um, Philip's live on Facebook. Um, looked to be nice, a, a nice atmosphere around the, the launch, around the star tramp and that. So, be interesting to see how today goes. Be interesting just to see, look at some of the videos and that, and see how the how the event is ran and running, and hopefully there's no issues. Yeah, and I suppose it's great to see more sport Ireland supporting drivers uh, in this, you know, European Rally Championship and and trying to give oh, them yeah, that bit fantastic. of a leg up to to try to get perhaps yeah. WRC seat or something like that. You know what I mean? That's the aim, I suppose. That's the aim because. Yeah. Rallying is one thing, without budget you won't go anywhere and there has been some fantastic drivers in this country and just didn't have the budget to mm. continue. Yeah. You could name loads, which is a pity, like, we do have the talent, just not the backing. Yeah, and is this something kind of just in the last couple of years that more for are trying to pump a few bob into, like, or has, has the few bob just kind of become more readily available in the last couple of years, I wonder? Uh, no, the, the Billy Coleman award that has been going for a good few years, but... Even to take that stepping stone, there's no point in stepping on one. Do you know what I mean? You need a whole row of stepping stones to cross that river. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, if it's great, Jess, don't get me wrong. It's a fantastic stepping stone to try and get started. But his, the effort to keep that fund rolling, mm. to continue on that path, or whatever you want to call it, to try and eventually get the seat because... The way it has gone now, I believe, like with the likes of the world teams, is you nearly have to bring your own fund. Yeah, it's something I was going to touch on. Like it's it's a big disappointment in many ways that you could be arguably better than the guy that's going to get the seat, right? Mm-hmm. Just say even that five to ten percent better, but because he has five or ten percent more in his pocket, he's going to get the drive. What is the story like? I mean, if these guys are, are world teams, why haven't they got the backing to get the best driver into the sea? Why, why are, does their own finances come into question, I wonder? I, I, I don't know. I can only, as, again, go back to, I'd say, sheer overheads from what would have been take, take back in the 90s, Group A days. 
Group A, you're uh, the start of the WRC, 97, 98, 99, up along there. Yeah, really, you had, okay, you had your two prime drivers and you usually obviously had a backup driver. But uh, I don't know if, I'd imagine, look, you'd say, in, uh, you'd say with fluctuation of bits and pieces and things like that, but I don't know whether the cars were as expensive run back then. Now, some say they were. I can't say I never had one. But definitely there was more backing, I think, back then. You look back on all the cars. Now, I know they banned all the whole tobacco and drink, but there was Marlborough and the 555 team, all that. There was a lot of money coming in those Rotman's. Days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you well, know the most iconic ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you take back. Oh, even Group B, Group B days. Do you know it was the sheer money that all those and some of the f- most famous livery still to this day, Martini. Do you know all those? I th- yeah. I just don't know whether it's business or viewed on a different way, but just that sheer financial backing that was coming those days. I don't think it's there anymore. So now the teams need, they, they do, they need money coming in somewhere. So the driver can bring money, we'll get going. Yeah, and you see it in 401 as well. It, that great documentary series um, that's that's on Netflix that we had two series of, the name eludes me at the moment off the, off the top oh, of my head. Try to survive. Yes. There you go. And you see, um, I think it's Lance Stroll coming yeah. in. The old boy comes in with the full ball and next yeah. to Lance. Now Lance can drive in fairness to him, but yeah. like, that's kind of nearly like a carbon copy example, isn't it? Oh, definitely. yeah, definitely, definitely. But again, you go back to Jordan and Benson and Hedges and all. Do you know, it was, again, some of the most fantastic colour schemes in library that will be remembered forever, but gone. Yeah, yeah, just because it, it was the bands and... and mm. Now I'm not saying, look, at probably great money in fags. It probably still is for a lot of lads, but I don't know. It's a pity because just, I, I think, as I say, that sheer just... Money what makes the world go around. That's it. That's it. And um, it's the the single biggest factor I suppose in in motorsport. You're in a good place to kind of talk about that because um, you you had a serious machine there going back eight nine years ago. I suppose with the with the Corolla that Kevin Eaves now mm. has. Um, that that big well pro- Yeah, he is. Did he win the modified in 2017 in that car? Yeah. And last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, do you, do you kind of have any kind of regrets or anything like that that maybe if you held on to that you could have been the contender or uh, you know look there is days yeah and you will regret selling it but I did enjoy the time with it but I think just it all kind of came in a snowball between getting into the 2.5 car and then financial thing and work and the whole crash of what happened in 9, 10, 11 uh between that now, financial pressure and just the sheer pressure, just you had to do well. You know, sort of way. not whatever, but look, everyone treats pressure different. But at the time, anyway, with work commitments and all, it wasn't really agreeing with me. So we took the time out then, or had to take time out, just concentrate on work, try and keep it afloat and what have you. And I rebuilt the car sort of while in the times where whatever were stopped, just took you know a couple of years out and reshelled it. And uh, he said, so I wouldn't mind one, sp- or you know, give a spin it to see what it's like or whatever the hell, because I hadn't been in it in probably six years or whatever. So actually, myself and Colin O'Toole went to Monaghan. And it was, <laughs> it, was a, it was a funny weekend now, Colin will tell you some stories about it. But um, I just, I, I did enjoy the day's spin, 
But after an outlet for a few years and to realize the pace that you were on and that needed to be on. And sort of still keeping work commitments or you know, still work mattered or whatever the hell or whatever you want to put it. I just started to say to myself, I not go wrong, you have to, well, I have to be able to go to work again Monday. And ah, I still have a 1600 car. And I think it was myself and Conlon went to Leash in the 1600 car. And I actually enjoyed the day more in it. There was less pressure. And I said, do you know what? Maybe I'll chance to let him go to 2.5. Yeah. So I didn't even advertise it. Word kind of got out and Kevin approached me and I said, here, no point, I can hum and haw and whatever, but if I'm going to do it, I mean, here's my opportunity and just let go. With a heavy heart, I'm sure, because is that, that car would have been one you would have had for a serious length of time. Probably uh, would have built from the ground up almost, yeah? 99. Yeah, like, geez, that's that's a tough thing to say. Let's mm. see breaking up with Omar after 15 years. Whatever <laughs> <laughs> length of time was, longer, for 20 yeah. years. It's 20 years, isn't it? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah 99, I bought that car. And, uh, yeah, and sort of built it up and built it up over the years. But, yeah, it's a long time to have it. So, yeah, just, as you said, the seat going out the gate now wasn't easy. Yeah, yeah. It's like the, the old Nissan, the, the big little here let me down, that one. Yeah, yeah. But I suppose you look at it now and the, the Modified Championship is basically a Martu oh. Championship, right, with your Corolla and a couple of Starlets and a Darien mm. or two. Is that, is that a fair way of putting yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know there's... The, 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 the modified scene at the moment is, is, is quick and it is seriously quick. It's seriously quick and it is, it is what the crowd kind of now. Fair enough. Yes, the front run R fives are seriously quick, are seriously good to watch as well. But when you start, when Eves, Kieran, Armstrong, all those start landing down, it's, it is, it's spectacular to watch. Yeah, yeah. Kevin, Kevin has great pace. Fair enough. Very good. You know, now, yeah. and he's kind of a all action sort as well. Like he's not afraid to oh, no. let it hang out, and he, he no. seems for, for the most part obviously very very much in control. He's good at what he does. Like oh yeah, yeah. but you yeah. think any of the top ten or top fifteen in the in those two point five cars at the minute, like they're 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 consistent. Yeah, but they're on it. They're on it. Go back to any god after Lord. I know it in the way I did, but look at Ryan Ockram there and the pace he was on up there that weekend. Like it was. And even they're all on a, just an unbelievable pace. Yeah, so they were scary, scary stuff. Like, and yeah, when you when you had that car, like, did you feel kind of almost? Um, did you feel always fully in control of it, like, or did you feel, geez, this yoke is a bit more, <laughs> a bit more than I can handle, sort of a job? Or well, like, I don't mean that in a bad way. Yeah, either, yeah, like, yeah. But, you know? No, and like they've even they've come on thirty and forty horsepower since then. Yeah, even like, do you know what I mean? I don't know what I I would love a spin in one today now to see what they're like. But back then, yeah, on a wet road, you would feel it. Now, this thing's going to bite their stuff, you know. Do you know that sort of way? But enjoyable at the same time. Yeah, yeah. That event in Carroll that you targeted, I, I thought it was 2012. You tell me it's a couple of years before, yeah. I think. This was supposed to be Ted's year, overall now, mm. we're talking. This was the year Ted was going to get the overall win. Yeah. What happened? Well, we had been second year previous and went in in 10. And I suppose it was kind of either one, <laughs> I won't say final hurrah everywhere you want to put it. I was getting married that year as well, so I probably was going to be a final hurrah. <laughs> <laughs> and here we said we kind of went through the car bits and pieces and painted the wheels out all looking real well. 
forgot to clean the paint off the backs of the wheels. Went into the first stage and about five k's in just the car felt all wrong. Couldn't figure out what was wrong. It was actually Desi Keane who was coming out, catching us on the first stage and um, we actually pulled in to let Daisy pass and right when we pulled in the wheel fell off. So <laughs> that point into that, the wheel was damaged, couldn't get back on, upon a spare on the back and went through. We weren't even going to bother going back out. Rage. Rage and just yeah. one of those they want the pressure and whatever and then the anticlimax just said, ah oh, here. And that was it. So back into service and didn't bother going back out. And later in the day then they were stuck for sweeper, so I went back out doing sweeping and just for spin more than anything else for the crack leg yeah, yeah that was the last day in that car then what was the conversation like when you got back into service I'm sure the blame game was rife was it oh sure it was my own fault <laughs> yeah you couldn't even blame anyone else no, <laughs> no like Cogba an amateur mistake I should have like it was stupid but mind those things yeah shit happens to you <laughs> shit happens yeah, yeah. and I suppose look at least you went out and had the crack after, oh yeah exactly I yeah. know it's not consolation really but after paying the entry in that, you might as well go. You might as well go exactly. Because yeah, so. you probably hadn't a whole lot else planned that year, I'm sure, did you? Or? Oh no, I think no. no. Just going to do that one. That was it. Yeah. Because the hammer was falling then in June, so. Yeah, because if you had if you had a heap of um, events or something, you'd understand you might come in and call it yeah. quits because you've all the expenses of yeah your tires and your fuel and and if that happens, of course, you know yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um, no, just that was a that was I remember that that year, alright, and. Um, the other one I suppose we were mentioning off there and uh, we, might as well, we might as well come to it now the very first Mark 2 Challenge 2004 yeah it, it, <laughs> it, that was massive for, for Carlo to be getting it was a really really I novel a big idea turnout, yeah. I got a big big turnout yeah um, Billy Coleman running first on the road and uh, you were navigating for, for Mick Reddy who was second on the road that's right yeah uh, talk us through it <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that was a how, I don't know how you put it I suppose <laughs> Might be a slightly controversial, but sure. Um, yeah, we were we were supposed to be the first competing Mark Two hundred. Billy Coleman was there as, do you know, Billy Coleman was there as the ambassador, the, kind the of. ambassador for the Mark Two thing, whatever the hell. And he was throwing first Mark Two hundred road, and nothing, you know, no, there was nothing against Billy or anything like, but just the Mickey had asked to run a tur- a, a minute gap. Yeah, allow Billy no pressure on Billy or whatever they want because there was a fair field of stuff coming behind him so we landed at the start first stage long story short the message hadn't been transpired to arrive control we were there due to start at say 10.01 Billy left at 10 on the dot next thing we were handed the time card 30 seconds so we weren't anywhere ready to go and we tried to get the minute and no they wouldn't hear of it so we basically left the start line, still pulling the belts and clipping the helmets nearly. And I knew well going into the start, into the first section of the stage, it just he wasn't wasn't waiting at all. There was one corner, as I say, a left hander he should not have lifted, and he did break for it. And I knew that wasn't wasn't Mickey's style. And um, and she was a bit of a, <laughs> a bit of a pig. She was real lumpy down low. She came into that hairpin left and bogged down a bit. Give it to her, she broke traction out up the bank and rolled out. So, in front of, I know many who was there, but <laughs> good few anyway. Well, I was anyway, and I was only 13 or 14, <laughs> and I couldn't believe what, what was happening um, at the time. Now, I, um, I've done a bit of Googling and stuff, and I'm almost certain this is no joke. A couple of hundred yards down that road is Reddy's Cross. 
<laughs> ready goes over ready's cross <laughs> Jamie Mac like I don't even know was he, was he aware of that but uh, I wouldn't think so you could not write that like no but like at, at the same time aren't you lucky like you're, you took off that time but belts and helmets only half on and you're all the bloody oh mm. yeah been, that could have been a lot fucking worse oh, sure look it could have been but now it could have been I suppose but like yeah it was just one of those moments where you lift frantic but you were pulling on him yeah you yeah. know just going into stage um, the whole thing of navigating as, as opposed to driving I know you've done COC and you're involved in running rallies and stuff like that too but what's the like you, you've just driven a good bit at that stage so why, why navigate that year I know you did a good bit um, of it like, but yeah well I've navigated I've na- I actually started navigating in 96 started navigating in 96 bought that crawler in 99 it was in 99 foot and mountain the year foot and mount it used car 9900 foot and mount the year I built my first competitive engine, Richard Messer. He built the first engine, took the year out that time to build an engine. And went, uh, done, actually, yeah, went to O2 then, hit the car in the rock, long story short, work was starting to get busy, shoved the car into the corner of the shed, and didn't use it for a couple of years. Well, it was just came home after damage and shoved it into the corner and said, oh, here, look at that another day, and sat there then for a couple of years. So, came about then anyway, um, to say in with ready for the first Mark II Challenge and I said it would because I said this would be good, this would be a competitive spin. So I was only just this year, to, I was, I, you'd always still be involved in it. So that was how we just conversation and chat and whatever and once I got that day, I would wait, the blood was starting to turn myself here and then go back at this. So pulled the car to the car and said, uh, started to rebuild it, whatever the hell and there was another shell there at the time as well in build and long story short between the whole lot we made one yoke out two and went actually that's when Eugene came on board then and we went to single stage up in Dundalk that was Eugene's first time to sit in and that was a good crack weekend now and we did have some gallery and started from there then and just got back into the rally and then but it was kind of just the way it sort of I don't know, just rolled on from what happened and yeah. Things and but sitting out ready anyway, so it got me back out again. Yeah, you were just uh, happy to be in competing at all. Yeah. Regardless of what side of the, the car you were in. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I have to say now, it, 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 regardless about what goes on in the car, it takes two to make that day work. Do you know what I mean? A good navigator is. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, there's a lot more work in it. Like, I was talking to me, Cody, about this mm. um, in the first episode, and like the, you're responsible for so much like oh yeah the bloody the time thing in something like I was I bought an AVI license last year I was hoping to get going in an event over the, the 12 months between June last year yeah. and uh, Carlo actually was kind of where we were targeting or whatever but like I am even sweating now thinking about all the work that you'd have to get used to going out for the first time it's not just you're not going in and making notes calling notes doing records now. the bloody time cards and the time mm. issue yeah, that yeah. seems like a right pain in the hole and a lot of events don't give you much discretion either no they don't no and 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 again back to there's probably of any rally there's probably 50 to 60 percent of that are pure clubmen and pure just there for today's crack and whatever and the need i do think they need to be a little bit of you know give and take yeah a little bit allow a or seize it a genuine mistake do you know what i mean but yeah the amount of uh, paperwork that a navigator has to do. A navigator's job is, he is, he does have a, he, he has to get all these car times right, have to do it in the minute. He has to make sure they're all handed in. He probably, again, even into service when you're out, 
keeping an eye on you. And also to keep manners on you in the car as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going early and you're penalised. You're going late. You're, you're penalised, yeah. Yeah, Jesus. Like God. all your work on the sca- stage could be wiped out by a simple digit wrong. Mm. Do you know? And that's that, like. And that's that. You want to have, you want to have some bit of match going to school, wouldn't you? You would want some bit, <laughs> anyway, good fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, and good and good patience as well. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah, but like, and it's mad, you see the way lads, some lads are so relaxed, some guys kind of worked up, I suppose, different. Oh, usually in there now, like, just, whatever, just, what have looks back. Yeah, wouldn't wouldn't knock a phone go. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, we've um, got, we've got to know some fair hangovers now and still <laughs> do the job all day. <laughs> would you, when you're sitting in now, would you still be kind of laid back and up or are you a bit nervous, like, when you, when you pull up uh, there? Now... Now I wouldn't be near as nervous as I would have been back or anxious or whatever you want to put it. Now, no, I'm a lot more relaxed. And yeah, yeah. Whatever happens, happens. And I just... Be a crack. Be a crack. That's all I want to have now. It's just yeah. be a crack. Still like to be competitive. Don't get me wrong. Still like to be competitive. But not... You're looking at the bigger picture. Looking at the bigger picture. Yeah, yeah. and there's a lot to be said for that as well. Um, yeah. In fairness, like... Um, a couple... Of, you mentioned Ryan Lochran earlier. Um, a couple of Martu Fiestas arrived in Ireland over the over the past week or two. Uh, one of them, I believe, uh, going to Ryan? I believe so, yeah. I believe so. And he won't be... He will be... He will be one to watch when he gets going. Mm. Yeah, Definitely. You, you mentioned seriously quick in, in Donegal up until, obviously, the, the, the tragedy that unfolded yeah. that weekend. Um and won Carlo as well last Car- year. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just a right tussle with Damien Horner, but it'd be interesting. He'd be a loss to the modified, but oh, um, I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll walk away from the modified either. Though, I think. I think yeah. he'll Still keep his hand in there. Yeah, because he Ryan um, kind of preps cars and stuff, doesn't he? he oh rents, yeah, he rents very good stuff, at so. too. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you, you reckon it'll be a combination kind of between? Oh, I'd the car say so. Yeah, I'd say the modified scene is still. You know, it's still strong and it will remain strong, I think. So, yeah. And I think he's still hand in heart, I'd say. He still will enjoy it. Yeah. And the proud owner of the second one, there's a rumour mill with that as well. Is it McCourt? Supposedly, yeah. That's the name. Pat McCourt. Yeah. 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 Serious machines and serious money. Yeah. Definitely. But look, it's good to see him. It's good to have that, you know, that that, that sort of is still happening in Irish Ireland. Yeah. Um... How many like guys are we looking at with crossovers between competing and and prepping cars as though? Like you mentioned, Ryan Locker in there, you know the standout one that from outside the country for years was would have been kind of Melvin Evans because he used to compete a good bit and Don Buckley, yeah. Don Buckley and that like. So are we looking at many that's that's kind of competing slash prepping? There's not many now, no. McKinstry, I suppose, another one. Kenny McKinstry. Yeah, he would have been one. Desi Keane now does a good bit of prepping as well now and yeah. when Desi gets behind the wheel he's no slouch and she lets prep in their own cars like, well, most less prep their own cars most less yeah. prep their own cars yeah. we're talking about kind of on a, the higher echelons kind of, of yeah. the game yeah Desi would run Gary McPhillips car and a few others like that now and um, he would like yeah I suppose you're limited alright now when you do get into it of I suppose time is the thing too. It's hard to be double jobbing with that kind of stuff too. It like. is, yeah. Like so much work goes into prepping and whatever. And then if you're prepping, you're kind of nearly maybe there in the day. Do you know? So mm. there is, it's, uh, I wouldn't say it's easy work now. Prep yeah. and compete. Yeah, I wouldn't think so at all. Um, Philip Case is a man, of course, we mentioned earlier in the programme with regards to 
the preparation of uh, Callum Devine's car this weekend. Yep. Philip, am I right in saying, I think came out of M Sport? Mm-hmm, yeah. I believe so, yeah. With a, with, a, with a good CV and obviously hugely regarded, prepping cars all over all over Europe. It's supposed to be one of the best in the business now, in fairness, don't yeah, no. Again, I've never, I've never had any deals with him. To be honest, but yeah, by all means, his cars seem to be reliable and good. And yeah, it does and modified or homologated or four wheel drive. Yeah, yeah, it's turned out fairly good. Turned out good cars. Yeah, it'd be a good place to get your experience on. Yeah, Hemsworth. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Top top drawer stuff. Um, look, Ted, I think we're 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 just about there, as the fella said. We you know have have touched on touched on a good bit. Um, if I was to ask you, kind of most. You know, your kind of best moment in rallying so far and the biggest one, I know, I know you did the car 20 and stuff, right? And you mm. did rally the lakes and all that, but what's Tez's best moment so far? And plenty more to come, hopefully. I will I always go back to car 2007 in the 1600 car. I think was probably one of the, one of the best weekends I think I've ever had anyway. Just... Two-day event. Two-day event, sheer crack, just... Some fantastic stages, just some of the best stages I'd say I've ever competed on. Is this your lobe was there as well? That was your lobe. Yeah. Herman and Sardo was there. And they, we finished 13th overall in the 600 car that year with, I think it was 52 world cars there that weekend. Um, that now, that weekend now, and just even Loeb was a great ambassador that weekend, and just the crowd he brought around and the atmosphere in the place. It was probably the last of the really, really big crowds and big buzz around. Look, Donegal still has it every year, but for everywhere else, it yeah. was probably one of the last last rounds of Irish rallying that had a big, big yeah. hurrah. And you got a savage result. <laughs> yeah, we got a savage result. Too. We had a great weekend that weekend. We had a fantastic weekend that weekend. Even we get most of the Saturday with a half shaft uh, falling off that we used to have to tighten at the end of every stage. Um, but just one of those weekends that everything worked yeah. everything worked like it didn't matter if we went out across the ditch we nearly landed on the road again you know that sort of way just yeah 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 just one of those weekends worked to a tree yeah Lobe says uh, is it, I can't think of it, uh, Kill the Martyr is it, is it? that's the stage yeah. that was some stage he loves that stage he, he, he spoke about it you know with huge grow that Lobe said this is one of the best stages I've done yeah that was 20 I think I remember right that was 24 26 kilometres that year and if you got tired on it, it was no stage to get tired on. It yeah, was yeah. bumpy, twisty. But if you could stay going for it. I'll never forget we got to the end of the it was the second time across it. The first time across it before Eugene was nearly running our breath on it. <laughs> and the second time across it he we got perfect a whole way through. We actually shook each other's hand at the end of it. It was cracking stage. We caught two or three cars on that particular stage on the Saturday, but it was Oh, we need to go with telegraph pole as well. <laughs> but it was just one of those stages, like just just for good measures. Yeah, so, yeah, it was. That kind of was brilliant. That was all it was. They were targeting Rally Ireland, of course, at that stage. Um, you know, we had Rally Ireland in 07 and 09, I think. Is that right? Oh, yeah, I think it was 07 in around that, yeah, in around that time. time. Yeah. Um, there's talks of a, an event on this island. You know, in the next couple of years. Um, I don't know whether there's some lads kind of. I don't know, trying to say that perhaps a rally GB was coming across to the north or something. And the lads are saying full on, yeah. a full on rally Ireland or something. But look, regardless, wouldn't it be great to have it on the land again? Oh, Jenny, would you? Like the crowds that time above uh, were brilliant. Uh, I remember going above service and it was Sligo Regional College or out of college that time in Sligo. And there was campers and it was like, it was your proper WRC, real 
like going to GB campers up in woods and you know mm. it was good to see it now um, it would be good to see it back and financially I hope that they could pull it off or manage to do something yeah um, all we can do is wait and see yeah well hopefully hopefully um, all going well we do we do have all it again we well, have yeah, exactly. we're some of the best we some of the best drivers around and some of the best drivers around the world come to compete here so yeah, why, why, why can't it be such a business? Oh, exactly. Anywhere? And like, I remember Granholm one time, there, he uh, was an interview and he reckoned there was nothing as slip, slippy as wet Irish tar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he found out that Crowley up in Galway when he smacked the wall. Uh, and in Rally Aaron, when he took out the wall yeah. outside of the lake. Yeah, that was that was in Galway in Rally Aaron, mm. was it? Am I right yeah. in saying that? I think, maybe that's why I'm thinking Galway, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, look, he, he knew... He knew all about Ireland again. He went home to you. Yeah. Ted, uh, great to chat to you. Thanks for coming on the podcast, and uh, we'll chat to you again soon. Yep, yeah, hopefully that went okay. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Time will tell. Thank you. <laughs> thanks for listening in once again. We're back next week, and thanks to our sponsors: Noel Hunt and Crash Repairs, Ballin County, Carlo. Until next time, take care, and don't forget to hit subscribe on your platform of choice. And as we keep on saying, the five star ratings on Apple Podcasts and iTunes really do make the difference in getting us up the leaderboard in terms of our ranking so thanks again for listening in and we'll chat to you again soon